The next title I'm aiming for at Spin Sucks is Chief Technology Officer. We joke internally that I've gone from junior programmer who could add a few plugins to our website and then to, I'd leapt to VP of technology as I started to use machine learning and artificial intelligence to help us improve our repetitive tasks. So yeah, of course I want to be CTO next. That doesn't mean I should be CTO. It means I can't stop breaking things so I can fix them. It's a real problem. And while you may not be as obsessive as me or make your team roll their eyes every time you say, I figured it out! you should still increase and improve your professional skills. They don't necessarily need to be technology skills. Probably going to guess they shouldn't be technology skills, but you absolutely should invest in yourself. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks Podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. Welcome back to the Spin Sucks Podcast, everyone. Let's chat today about professional skills or the knowledge and skill set we use to do our jobs. You should never stop enhancing your skills. It doesn't matter if you're the leader of an organization, a freelancer, or an enthusiastic member of the rank and file. There is never, ever, ever a downside to getting better at things. But what should you get better at? And now that we're all probably out of traditional institutions of learning, how do you do it? As it turns out, the best way to learn a new skill is to practice it. I know we all know that one person who can look at an instrument they've never touched before, pick it up and play it. Ugh. Or that other person who seems to be naturally good at everything they put their hand to from cooking to bookkeeping. While it is appropriate to hate them, but don't they always seem to be really nice too? It's actually infuriating. Most of us aren't them and need to spend some time learning about and then practicing a new skill. Everyone has a slightly different learning style, but whether you gain understanding from reading or watching or doing, once you have the basics down, you need to do the thing again and again and again to get better at it. It's kind of like my piano teacher used to say, perfect practice makes perfect. So if you made a mistake, you had to start all the way over. It wasn't just enough to do practice. It had to be perfect. <laughs> so here are my top suggestions for what you should make an effort to learn, practice, and keep on improving. Let's start with the skills that company owners, managers, and freelancers should be working on. First up, networking. We've talked a fair bit about networking both here and on the blog, and it never stops being important. Go to events, meet people for meals and or drinks, engage on social media, join groups and associations. This is important for business growth generally, but extra important for those who hate networking or don't like talking to strangers. As it turns out, just like anything else, it gets easier if you do it a lot. As an introvert, it's not my favorite thing to do, but every time I force myself to get out there, I think... I should do that more often. I almost always get content ideas too. So double whammy. I was going to say kill two birds with one stone, but I'm trying very hard to listen to PETA and not say derogatory things about animals. So double whammy, content ideas, networking, double whammy. Next, let's talk about financials. A lot of us got into communications with liberal arts degrees, but that's not an excuse to not understand financials. 
I often say that part of the reason we don't have a seat at the proverbial table is because we don't understand how a business makes money. And truthfully, why would we? Most of us go through our entire careers without understanding what PL stands for, let alone how it works. Even if you're not the leader, you need to understand financials. Make friends with someone in the accounting department and ask them to take you under their wing. I promise you, once you begin to understand it, you'll start to see new and creative opportunities for your communications efforts. And if you are the leader, you need to be able to forecast income, create budgets, allocate resources, and talk to investors and or lenders. If this is giving you the willies, get thee to YouTube and watch some videos on basic accounting. Or let me know you need some help. Our agency jumpstart program might be perfect for you. Then book some time and give your financials a good once over. It will pay off in the long run. Estimates are next on my list of skills to learn. You need to be able to predict how much time and how many resources you're going to spend on a project to make sure you're getting paid for it and that it's profitable. It's really easy and therefore really common to over-service clients, giving them more than they pay for. But that translates into you and your team working for free. This is no way to service a client keep employee morale high or grow a business. So start making an effort to look critically at what you're offering versus what you're doing and make sure they're aligned. This often leads to another skill you should be working on, communicating and enforcing boundaries. We used to have, and used to have is the operative phrase here, who took two hours of your time every time she got you on the phone. It didn't matter if she just needed a quick answer, you would lose two hours of your life. She wouldn't email, she wouldn't text, she wouldn't do anything. She would call and spend two hours with you. The first couple of times I was accommodating, even though it set me back personally. After it kept happening again and again and again, I had to set some boundaries and I scheduled a two-hour bi-weekly call with her. The idea was that she would save everything she needed for those twice-a-month calls. Nope, she still called. And I, of course, ended up putting her to voicemail every time. This did not make her happy. I got a lot of, I thought you were here to service my account. And even though I explained every which way to Sunday that she was not paying us to be at her 24-7 call, and I was actually running a business that would be out of business if I spent all of my time on her account, she still attacked me. Hence, a client we used to have. Sometimes the best estimating and financial skills don't help you in the long run, and you have to lean on a client firing skill. But I would still focus on estimates and financials because the awful clients are few and far between. Now let's pan out and talk about the skills that are valuable practice for all humans who work with humans. If you work with robots, you can fast forward. Number one, patience. In business as in life, not everything works out the way we want it to or at the pace we want it to. And that's just an unfortunate thing we have to deal with. As my mom would say, life is not fair. Some of us are better at waiting patiently than others, but everyone can get better at being calm and graceful while waiting. Remember to step back, think big picture, and breathe. Next up is communication. Well, Jenny, you're probably thinking that's literally our jobs, but hear me out. Communications professionals are well-versed in external communication, but maybe not so much in the interpersonal kind. No one thinks, I'm not good at communicating with my team. But if everyone is as good as they added as they think they are, 
Why do so many people feel like their colleagues don't listen to them? The single most important part of effective communication, effective listening. Really listen. It doesn't mean listen to respond. It means listen to hear what the other person is saying. It takes some practice, lots of practice. I always say the best meetings are when the person you've been with says, wow, you're so smart. You made me think about so many things differently. And all you did was ask a lot of questions and listen. Funny, I didn't talk at all. But hey, if you think me smart because of it, who am I to change your mind? So learn about effective listening, practice it, reap the rewards, reap them. (laughs) Now let's talk about negotiation. You might think that negotiation only matters for people at the top, the owners and executives talking to clients and suppliers, right? No, 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 no. Negotiation comes up at every level of an organization. It's about timelines. It's about compensation. It's about a new job. It's about workloads. It's about how to achieve goals. Pretty much any scenario where two or more people might have different ideas about how to resolve a situation. One of the things that drives me absolutely batty about hiring is that in my experience of hiring for my agency in the last 14 years, women never negotiate their job offer. Never. Men always do. I've never had it happen any other way. That makes me crazy. Women, stop doing that. Even if it's the ideal job offer and you're getting everything you want and more, negotiate. Find something to negotiate. This is the one time in your career that will demonstrate to the hiring manager how you might behave when a client or a supplier or a vendor pushes you into a corner or asks for something your team can't deliver. If you won't negotiate on behalf of yourself, what happens when a client asks you to work a weekend show for them without increasing budget or a supplier wants you to do something else or a vendor wants you to do something else? You will never, ever, ever have an offer rescinded because you negotiate. So please, 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 please make that a life skill that you practice. And like I mentioned, it doesn't have to be just for a new job. It can be with clients, your colleagues, or even your five-year-old. You can tell what I spend a good amount of my personal life doing. And finally, for absolutely everyone, learning. At the risk of getting a little meta, learning is both a habit and a skill. If you get out of the habit of taking in, synthesizing, and applying new information and skills, it's harder and harder to do. If you constantly expand the reach of what you know and what you're able to accomplish, you'll always be ready to adapt to what's happening in your work. And as always... The SpinSucks team is here for your professional development or ongoing learning. We have something for everyone, no matter where you are in your career or agency's growth. We'd love to hear from you on Twitter at SpinSucks, or you can join the best community on the internet at SpinSucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. That's SpinSucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. Next week, we're going to talk more about communities. As I promised a few weeks ago, we'll look at the different platforms you can host them on and how to choose which is best for yours. I'll see you then. If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the Spin Sucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review. 